0: Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, May 27th. Texas braces for more details from the shooting that left 19 children and two teachers dead, while the NRA decides to go ahead and hold its annual meeting, as planned, In Houston. More details are now coming out after that horrific shooting at Robb Elementary, where many questions continue to mount about the law enforcement response that day. The director of the Texas Department of Safety, Stephen McCraw, gave a press conference today that got heated at times. It's still a preliminary investigation, of course. But McCraw broke down the current timeline of police actions and 911 calls. McCraw said 19 officers waited in the hallway outside the classrooms, waiting to enter where the suspect was barricaded, because they thought he was no longer actively shooting. Obviously, obviously, you know, based upon the information we have, there were children in that classroom that were at risk, and it was, in fact, still an active shooter situation and not a barricaded subject. That's despite the fact, according to McCraw, that multiple 911 calls were coming in at the very same time from inside the classrooms where the suspect was shooting. McCraw said the suspect entered the school at 11.33 a.m., but the backup and tactical team did not enter the classroom until more than an hour later. Hey, from from the benefit of hindsight, where I'm sitting now, of course it was not the right decision. It was a wrong decision. Period. There's no no excuse for that. This is drastically different information than was initially provided. That is not all that rare in these circumstances. But this information now is showing just huge errors in the way law enforcement responded. And so this conversation is going to continue. And how the community, the survivors, the relatives and loved ones of the victims are going to deal with this new information about the mishandling of it. You know, having the official himself say wrong decisions were made. This is now going to be an everlasting part of the legacy of this horrific event. And of course, the stories are continuing to come out from survivors. One girl told CNN that she covered herself with the blood of her dead classmate in order to play dead as a mechanism to try and survive. Another survivor, a 10-year-old boy named Jaden, tells CNN he's afraid to go back to school. Because I don't want anything to do with another shooting and me in the school. And I know it might happen again, probably. Remember, parents showed up that day waiting outside the school being told by police they couldn't go in and get their kids because it was too dangerous. Meanwhile, as Uvalde continues to reel from this event almost 300 miles away in the city of Houston, the National Rifle Association is kicking off its annual weekend-long event. It's where attendees push for and celebrate the right to bear arms But it's also an event where, due to the former President Donald Trump scheduled to address the crowd, the NRA prohibits attendees from bringing firearms into the meeting. It's not just former President Donald Trump who is scheduled to address the group. You've got the head of the NRA, of course, Wayne LaPierre, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz, and via video, Texas Governor Greg Abbott. And here is a bit of what Abbott told the NRA faithful in that pre recorded address. The Lord teaches us that every child is a precious gift, and evil stole those gifts from their parents on Tuesday. And also, remember this there are thousands of laws on the books across the country that limit the owning or using of firearms. Laws that have not stopped madmen from carrying out evil acts on innocent people in peaceful communities. Houston's mayor, Sylvester Turner, told CNN the event could not be canceled for contractual reasons. He said again today on CNN that elected officials shouldn't go. I do think it would be disrespectful for any elected official uh, to attend the NRA when a few days ago they were extending their prayers and condolences to these families, and then to immediately in the same week to go to a conference that is promoting guns, I think would be disrespectful and quite frankly shameful. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, Texas Senator John Cornyn, and Texas Congressman Dan Crenshaw, all Republicans, have said they're not attending in the wake of the shooting in Uvalde. The head of the NRA, Wayne LaPierre, made remarks today as well. Every NRA member, and I know every decent American, is mourning right now. It's not right. It should never happen again. Where we part ways with the president, and many in his party, is on the policy question. And what we can and should do to prevent the hate-filled, vile monsters who walk among us from committing their evil. Restricting the fundamental human right of law-abiding Americans to defend themselves is not the answer. But there are certain common sense things we can and we must do. Meanwhile, in Washington, we are seeing signs of perhaps the first little glimmers of potential bipartisan deal making on guns or the larger issues surrounding. Gun violence. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell exclusively told CNN that he directed the senior senator from Texas, Republican John Cornyn, to engage with Democratic Senators Chris Murphy of Connecticut and Kirsten Sinema of Arizona and see if they can find some middle ground on some legislation. The Senate yesterday failed to pass bills that would expand background checks on gun purchases. But implementing red flag laws seems to be one of the items on the table. Those laws allow courts to temporarily seize firearms from anyone believed to be a danger to themselves or others. We saw these kinds of laws get enacted in a bunch of states after the horror at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, in 2018. This is now a conversation about whether or not a federal red flag law can somehow be crafted with enough bipartisan support to become an actual law. But given how little action on these issues ever takes place in Washington, even after these kinds of horrific events, just watch with some caution here. We will continue to see if senators from each side of the aisle can cobble some compromise together that actually addresses some of these problems. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. I wish you all a happy and meaningful Memorial Day weekend. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohamed Darwish is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Anna Sterla. We won't have an episode on Monday, but we will be back on Tuesday.